0: You are now tuned to the other side with BOK Sports 98 Welcome back! and now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports. Yeah. It's your host Laws yeah. in the building. it's, right. it's been a while up. since I, since I've been in the in the building solo, Dolo, but I'm here. We're going to talk today Uh, We got some stuff on tap for you Uh, Before we get into The uh, Brian Davis Situation with the the team We're going to talk some NBA Playoffs We're going to get into Draymond Green Being Draymond Green and all of the above Uh, First things first Got a question Of the day Um, Question comes in it says, my bookie won't pay me because he said my line of credit is $1,000 and he only pays up to your line of credit. Is this like a normal rule for bookies or what? I have $10,000 in my account, but he will only let me withdraw a 1000 Bro, let me just tell you right now. Your bookie doing the funny business. <laughs> Let me tell you why you can only withdraw up to $1,000 out of your account. It's because he knows he doesn't have to pay you. He doesn't have to pay you. You're not going to do anything to get your bread back. And that's why he, he, he giving you these made-up rules. Um... I mean, when I mean, I'm not even an advocate messing with random bookie type atmosphere. I mean, even the real sports books be doing funny business at times. If you went in too heavy, too too fast, they they'll put a lock, stop, and barrel on your on your account. So, I mean, yeah, bro, stop messing with the bookies. That's the first thing. Stop messing with these random Joe schmoes round away. Like, I mean, I guess in some states, you sports betting is illegal. So. You know, you're forced to like try to go outside of that, mess with random, but badm- I mean, we live in an information age, dog. You can, you can, dog. There's ways around it. Online access, I, I, there's no excuses anymore, bro. Um, yeah, he's not paying you because he don't have to. You're, you're on, you know, different, different places trying to get a. Uh, Advice on like what you should do. If Obama, he basically took nine thousand dollars a money. <laughs> he probably went to the store, went shopping with the gym, all types of stuff, bro. Uh, yeah, you, you you gotta get out of that relationship If you're still placing bets with this dude, you're you, you're done. You're done. You you gotta you gotta get out while you can get out now. Uh cause it's just yeah it's no light at the end of this tunnel bro um yeah that's that's that bro unless you let's just, unless somebody, unless he knows you gonna lay hands or you got access to get to him if you messing with Batman's overseas and stuff they, like I got some stories back in the day where I had to like it, it took me like almost a year to get my bread, messing with messing with the sports book overseas junk, dog. I'm glad I got out of that out of that pit, cause that junk definitely was that. But them bama's tried to get me, dog. They tried to hold my bread hostage for almost a year. Then when I finally got the bread, I was scared. I couldn't I didn't know if I could catch the check or not, cause the junk from Czechoslovakia somewhere, it just that junk was just a it was a bad deal. This is when I was in a dark, dark place for all those out there. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I I'm, uh, my life has changed, but it was a time I was in a deep dark place, dog. And uh, yeah, sports betting had a had a strong hold on your boy. But we got out of there, dog. We got out of there. But yeah, it, it, it was, it, it was, it was a little sketchy. So uh, if you messing with bammers overseas, like it could just get real sketchy. Uh, if you're a bookie or somebody you know or somebody you can, like, lay hands on, he... I, I mean, it's just... I'm keeping it 100. He think you a sucker, dog. That's it. Bottom line. Bottom line. And I'm not telling you to go muscle up, tool up, and, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying if if somebody knows that there's consequences for their behavior or actions, they just gonna, they gonna move different, bro. They just gonna move different. So, he thinking you Macaulay Culkin and somebody and just... You know, I, yeah, bro, I, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, a shout out to Honest Mother News, shout out to Jalen Hurst, gets the $255 million extension for five years, guaranteed $179, uh, this is an excellent move for, uh, for Jalen Hurst. Excellent move for the for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Eagles are showing why they're uh, a solid franchise, though. You got a quarterback who, mind you, not too long ago, he was in the ringer. Y'all were talking about how y'all don't know if he the guy, and we don't know, and he got to prove himself, and this might be the end, end of the road. For, we, we just, we're not sure. I mean... You guys picked him second round when y'all had Carson Wentz. So that was a that was a power move. The season really wasn't going nowhere. And towards the end of the season, he got his got a little bit of time. But y'all really like put this man through the ringer. And he did nothing but execute and show up. He ain't complain. He ain't like, you know, get mad at the media because y'all was slandering him and y'all was like trying to carry him like he was a scrub or something. Cause that's how y'all was carrying it, Philly. We're not gonna. We we not gonna act like y'all was all knew he was gonna be this guy. Yeah, a year ago, y'all uh, y'all yeah, yeah, new coach was like, I mean, I don't know he gonna have to prove it. Blah blah, and I mean, it looked like it worked because the Bama worked hard, and he fried this season. He was cooking, uh, you know, next to Patrick Mahomes, he was the best quarterback in the league. Uh, I mean, and so. The fact that he did that took y'all to a Super Bowl. Who, mind you, he fried in the Super Bowl too. If y'all defense wasn't on Easy Bake Oven, I mean, I know y'all was playing the, the Mahomes and them and they like that, no, no no knock to them. They a tough offense to deal with. But still, he fried. The bad had like three rushing touchdowns and he was, I mean, he did everything in his power to try to help the team win the game, dog. So you really can't hang the loss on him. Uh, if you're asking he's worth the money, yes, he's worth the money. Yes. Yes. And the fact that they recognized that and they didn't, it seems like they did not hesitate to just pay him the bread. It's interesting how that happens, though. It's interesting when that happens. And, you know, I think that he's deserving of it. It shows that the team thinks that he's deserving of it. Uh, you know, you you saw towards the end of the season just how the coach spoke so glowingly. Batman almost called him MJ in in the praise that he was giving Jalen Hurts. And so when your head coach feels that way about you, you've been able to show with weapons that you can be the guy and the team believes in him as the guy. And you got a chance and an opportunity to lock up your quarterback for the next five years and not even have to worry about it. Stop it. I know what y'all... But, you know, uh, because everybody... Every time something... Like, somebody does the right thing, it's always a naysayer in the background and want to say, why this is not a good deal. Duh, you know he was injured this year, and, you know, like, what if he get injured? You know that stuff. Stop it. Stop it. He probably could have came back sooner than later, but they had the first seed locked up. So... He just rested and just got right, dog. And the coaches allowed him to do that as, as they were smart and wise to do that. And he produced. Came back, didn't miss a beat. Jumped right back in the saddle and cooked. So, you can't really say anything really negative about this deal now. Does the deal, like, top some money? It does, but not, in this, not, in, not immediately. Like, the cap hit this year is minimal. The cap hit next year is is minimal and then it jumps like up and then you know it will kind of constrain your team. But like if you build a team, how the Eagles have like kind of built their team, these dudes is going to be a problem for the next couple years, dog. At least 2 to 3 years they are going to be a problem. And you know, I'm a Washington fan, default Washington fan just cuz I'm from the area, but it's scary, though. Jalen Hurts is a really, really good quarterback. If not top five in the league right now. And I, I just think if you're a franchise and you you mess this up, like, shame on you. And and Eagles got it right, though. Maybe it's just, you know, Laurie and they, their whole situation and just how they kind of in touch with what they need to do in order to stay relevant Um, you know they probably looked at him just like from a practical standpoint like everybody loves Jalen Hurts this dude is like a locker room savant this Bama just go in locker rooms and Batman just love him gravitate to him you know he displays humility the Batman ain't out here in the streets acting wild he's focused he take care of business you know he got better this dude does everything right and so when you got a guy who's doing everything right you reward that guy and they had the foresight to be able to see him. like, yes, we're going to reward our man, dog. Like, we're not even going to play with it. What, what's the bread? Let's talk the numbers. Let's see what we can work out. Okay, bet. That's what you, let's make it happen. And it don't happen seamlessly. This is just another indictment on the Ravens and their organization and the people who are running at the top. This was easy for the Eagles, or it seemed easy for the Eagles they got their guy he produces you can build around him and you got your quarterback locked up and you're relevant for the next five years done deal what is the problem with locking up Lamar what is the problem I don't you can work the deal you can do the numbers I just, I, this has come down to egos. They don't believe that their guy is the guy and there's all these question marks that they're making up. You can say, health, oh, the baby can't stay healthy. Woo-woo. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. He missed the last few games because he he decided to do that. Once he got hurt, had a little sprained knee, he sat out two weeks and ended up missing the rest of the season. But dog, that's because he had no reason to come back and play and put it all on the line. They weren't in the same situation as the Eagles where they could just sit, Jalen Hurts, he could just chill and like, you know what I'm saying? They was going in the postseason at the at the at the top. So it's it just different circumstances. But Having a guy knowing he's capable with the talent level that he has in his in the prime of his career, that that other players recognize is a special talent you can build around. Dog, pay the man and call it a day. What, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, that being said, you know I know they're NFC East rival, but shout out to the Eagles, dog, because I, I mean in this league we see teams botch it all the time. They botch it all the time. Get it wrong, pick the wrong bama, uh, pay the wrong guy, you know, all types of stuff. But when they finally get it right, I gotta (laughs) applaud them. I gotta (laughs) applaud them. They ain't let ego get in the way. They ain't let racism get in the way. They they just looked at it and said, this dude produces, everybody loves him, done deal. (laughs) That's what you do. That's what you do. Uh, other N- NFL news, though. So, I'm trying to figure out who this Batman Brian Davis is. Because it was just a little while ago. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the TV. They talking about Josh Harris. They signed a preliminary deal. Then all of a sudden, the next day, I see my man uh, Darren Haynes. He put on his Twitter that... Brian Davis, ex Duke player, whatever North Carolina, wherever you went to school at, basketball player, um, involved in business, put down a seven billion dollar bid for the Washington Commanders. So I'm like, hold on. So of course I see the Bama Black. I'm like, oh, Boos, we got a brother. Hold on, young what's kind of, the going on with the funny business? They trying to bomb Black, Blackball my man, young. Literally out the out the beach. Yo. why ain't hearing nothing about it? So then I get the Doing some research. You know, we on the group chat talking about it. Shout out my man Rick. He like, dog, the Batman fraudulent. He he, he was doing funny business. He was working with uh, Christian Leighton, doing doing funny backdoor deals. They were trying to buy teams and Batman's just suing him. Sean Merriman, you know, the ex-Chargers sued him for like, you know, basically trying to take bread from him. He went to court Sean Merriman basically won the court case, got $4 million. And then basically it's just a whole bunch of storylines swirling around how this dude is shady. Right? So then I'm like, oh, the Batman shady? Well, how he get $7 billion, dog? Like, is the is this John Fluke? Is this like a, you know, a parody, you know, uh article off the onion or something? Like, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with it. So it's a lot of just like murky information about the whole deal and, you know, some people think he getting backed by like Saudi money, because, you know, Saudi they started the live jump and the live jump just basically put a sledgehammer throw his hammer on top of the uh, PGA, so you know, they got that bread, dog they got that bread bread, matter of fact I'm about to uh, start sending letters out there to the, to the Saudi family, see if I can get some bread, because they got bread, they just doing whatever with the bread dog um but they starting the league. they started to the live league net jump going they can contracts, all types of stuff it done took 80 of the pga players away so they got that bread they got they got little seasons piece of breadsticks dog. it's in abundance um so i'm like looking i'm like well people think maybe the Brian Davis Batman getting backed by Saudi money because apparently the the uh, the offer is real like it's not a fluke fake type joke it's real bread behind it so, so I don't know I mean we know that the league has to it's a lot of things that probably matter with because the league basically has to sign off on whoever gets in so I I mean some people think damn behind the scenes trying to pull strings to dry the number up to be like, hey, I got this offer. Like, come on. And an it offer is a little funny because it offers indemnity to to uh to Snyder for all of his crimes. And basically what that means is that for all my young scholars out there, um, it's basically whoever, if they get the bid, they'll take care of all the legal situations that Dan Snyder is dealing with. Like they'll pay the bread to make all that stuff be good. So whoever is behind this jump has unlimited bread, dog. They have unlimited bread. Because even to put that, even as, as a as a, a, a clarifying clause in the jump, like I'll take care of all your funny, like all your legal troubles, I, I'll pay for it all. Don't worry. I got you. Anybody willing to do that, dog, has unlimited bread, dog. Unlimited. It's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA select start, dog. They got a cheat code in the game system to give them unlimited bread, dog. Cause it's the only way you can put that in into the contract. Then on top of that, they gonna bid 7 billion, not like 6.23 or like just above what the what the preliminary um accepted bid would be. Like, you know what I'm saying? I guess Josh Harris and them like six billion. They could have just be like, oh, we do six, six, five, or six, four. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. Just be like, oh, you know, we just go above that bit. To go a whole billion dollars on top of that, you you're doing too much. That automatically that joint is gonna. I don't if the if the deal is legitimate and it's real bread, and you just got Brian Davis as the front man for this jump. The league cannot and won't. You know what I'm saying? It's it's many reasons. We can talk about all the reasons we be on this joint all day. First of all, they're not letting... I hear they want uh, diversity within the leadership of the NFL and into those spaces. That's not happening, people. That's like having plantation owners, right? That own slaves at plantations and then you have a, a, a quote-unquote slave who's now going to be in the ownership group working with the other plantation owners. No. You see how crazy that sounds? That's exactly what it would be like, dog. The conversations that these owners have behind closed doors, dog, cannot be shared with somebody who has any inkling of a conscience uh, of social diversity and equity in, in this society dog like they could not sit in those rooms and be in those discussions and be and be go home and, and eat with their families and stuff dog cause they literally would have to hate their own kind be uncle ruckus to somebody to even be in that spot dog and I just th- th- that com- their comfort level it means more to them than the money so that that's that's number one, all right? Number two, the the, the fact that the league has to approve the Batman that they're going to let in there just tells you all you need to know, though. They not let anybody, just Joe Schmo, come in. They got to vet it because they got to make sure that the business is right. That alone already bars Brian Davis because the Batman got big lawsuits. He got about as many lawsuits as Daniel Snyder got. So you can just go ahead and kick that to the curb. But it's a story. People are talking about it. Now, I don't know if this is just a story out there to like leverage his situation to try to like, I don't know, get the price up on the, on the other offers or is that even a possibility? Is there something like if an owner's gonna sell the team and they have a, a competing offer that the other offer must match or something? I don't know if there's like backdoor language or stuff in this situation where, you know, they might have to come up on their Josh Harris and their group might have to come up on their number just because there's a legitimate offer on the table that's gonna drive the number up. I, I don't know how that goes, dog. I don't know. It's like it's like a price match at, at uh Toys R Us. You can get the game console over here, but it's over here for cheaper. And you're like, oh, like y'all say y'all price match What's happening. Like, I don't know if that's the situation we trying to get the bread to go up on a price match. I don't know. I don't know, but the whole joint seemed real funny and shady, but at the same token, the bread is there. So, our money talks. It gotta be legitimate to some degree, even if it was able to get through the process. Because if the joint didn't, if, if it didn't really have no legs and there was no bread behind it, then we wouldn't even hear about the story at all. Like, it just would be nothing. So there is gotta be some validity to the to the offer. Has to be. But I just don't know if it really has any credibility based on the individuals involved in the situation. So if you was hoping that, you know, it was going to be a brother to kind of be, you just got to suffice with the third party brother and Magic Johnson being a part of the Josh Harris group, whatever, because that's the closest we're going to get to being in the room. I'm just going to keep it all the way on it, dog. Just keep it all the way on it. Uh, on the NBA playoffs, it's been it, has been good playoff so far. It's been good playoff so far. Uh we got uh we'll we we'll start with uh Milwaukee and Miami. So you got Milwaukee Bucks in the Miami. He he stole a game from the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis gets hurt, hurts his back, Backy out of me. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play in the next game. That's in question. Uh, I think without Giannis, it just changes the series. It gives Miami a lot more uh, confidence playing this game. And I just am not sure um, like what, what, what the Milwaukee Bucks will do if Giannis is not able to go and if he's not 100%. Uh, I definitely think Miami could upset Milwaukee if Giannis is out or or is not 100%. We've seen Giannis bounce back from situations and injuries. And so I remember one time he, like, twisted his leg. Like, he came down and twisted his leg. And the way his leg bent, it was awkward. I was like, oh, that Batman finished, dog. Get him out of here. The Batman finished the game and fried. Like, he came back the next game and fried, dog, like 40 points. So if we... If, if that's the Giannis, I know I wouldn't bet against them in game two um, to play and to cook. Uh, I think if Giannis is 90% or better, Milwaukee should still win this series. Now, I'm not canceling out Miami, but, you know, we'll see. Then you got Denver and Minnesota. Denver, they're at one game on Minnesota. Uh... I mean Jokic just showed he's the best player in the league uh again. I don't think he should get 3 MVPs but the batmans he, he's he's a difference maker. Jamal Murray finally showed up. Uh I think they'll they'll win this series. I just think they're a better team. Minnesota just has too much dysfunction within their team. Um and yeah, they don't they don't have that guy. I mean Anthony Towns is supposed to be that guy but to me I just don't I don't I don't think he's that guy uh, then you have Boston and Atlanta they play game two tonight Boston um y'all like mother Atlanta game one they came back at the end but uh I I like Boston in this series um I just think they're a better team um Atlanta you know they'll probably fight hard tonight but I I still see Boston running away with it um, they just had too much too much scoring power um then' you have Memphis and the Lakers uh the Lakers impressed me. I mean I knew that they would come out and they would play hard against the against the Grizzlies but Rui with 29 first of all that's an indictment on the Wizards again you did all that trying to move the roster around just to get Denny out some minutes. Denny Abdia should have been the Batman you traded away, not Rui Hashimura. But nonetheless, he fries in 30 minutes. Uh, you get 23 out of Austin Reeves. The last five minutes in the game, Austin Reeves went ham. Uh, you can't let the white boy cook you like that. Uh I, I just, it just is <sighs> Memphis Grizzlies, I think without Sam, Sam Adams, uh, not Sam Adams. Yeah. Uh Adams they just a different team, though. They don't have that that person in the in the in the trenches that can like, you know, alter shots and just bring that toughness to the team. I mean, you got Dylan Brooks, but he just, yeah. I, they played a tough one. Losing John Morant towards the end of the game definitely did not hurt. That's another question mark on, you know, what what's gonna be the outcome for the Grizzlies and John Morant, who can we say he's injury prone now? Is that, can I legit, can I start saying that he's injury prone? Because the Batman, like, play like five games in a row, cook, and then be hurt again. I, I just, so that situation is up in the air. I, I actually believe Stern's orders is already in effect uh, for the Lakers to win this series just because LeBron James is toward the end of his career. From a business standpoint, he's one of the biggest draws in the league. And they probably did the analytics before the season even started and said, you know, just the Lakers fan base and just the money and the revenue that they bring in and the odds they bring in, right? Just, it makes sense over the Grizzlies. And I, I think the stuff that John Moran did earlier this year just kind of puts them on the back burner. So I'm going with the Lakers to win that series. Uh, you got Philly and Brooklyn. Philly's up two games against the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets uh, play much harder in um, last night's game uh, But they just really don't have An answer for Embiid dog And I think ultimately Like it's just gonna come down to Who can neutralize Embiid In a series and it doesn't look So far with the double teams And the strategies that the Nets have employed That they do not have an answer To stop Embiid Now Embiid be crying a lot Too big to be flopping Hitting the floor and all like that But the Batman can do it. So, I I still have the Seventy ers in this this series. Um, it looks like James Harden is shaking the the playoff curse where he just doesn't show up. He showed up in two straight games. Um, didn't shoot particularly well in the last game, but but you know his ability to control the tempo and just navigate. Uh, you had Maxi step up and, and just become a scoring threat. Uh, Harris is is, is done a lot uh, for them offensively. Um, and I just think like, I just think, I mean, even Brooklyn was winning last night's game and then it just, it just went away in a flash. So I, I don't, I don't think the Brooklyn has enough, um, camp cam was, was frying last night, but I mean, it just, it just wasn't enough. Um, then you have the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors, Sacramento, I think is play above what it, what, what is expected out of them. And they really Um given the uh, Golden State Warriors A run for their money um, If they can keep This pace up I I just I don't I mean of course They're going Now they're going Back to uh They're going To the To the To uh Golden State And I think the game Will be different in Golden State Oh. So, um We'll see how Sacramento responds and how they fight through adversity. And given the same circumstances, you—you uh, you saw it. You saw it. Let's take another look. Oh my God! That is—he's going to be ejected for this. That looked purposeful and intentional. Yo, the Bama Stone Cold stomped him, though. Are we just going? Drayton, I don't know. First of all, he should have been ejected from the game, right? Because this is typical Draymond. Like, he, he exaggerates stuff that doesn't require certain actions. And then he just basically does this off the wall stuff and then couches it in, like, he, you know, in this situational scenario. He got the leg kicked in the groin years back. And Bama always involved in like scuffles and stuff. And this is just a product of, so I got to preface this because like some people will hear this and be like, dude, he's an NBA player. And And sure, if Draymond Green hit this, if he ever hit this and this went viral or something, and they told him, he'd be like, dog, I'm not listening to these no-name Bama's or whatever, whatever. Well, whatever. That's fine. Right. But Draymond is not as talented or as good as a lot of the Bama's he play against. So a lot of his game is just being a bugaboo, dog. That's his game. He Patrick Beverly at 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, That's all his game is, just get under Bama's skin, like hack hard, uh, you know, get all his players involved, be the leadership, the tough guy, try to bully other Bama's on the other teams that saw, star fights. Doing all that stuff, Sabonis so is twenty thousand times better than Draymond Green, dog. He's twenty times better. If we picking in a in a in a in a uh like fantasy draft, you picking a Sabonis ten times out of ten, dog. Like it's no question. It's no question. Um. So when Draymond's in these positions where he's like outclassed from a basketball sense he starts resulting to this funny business, these funny business tactics because he's trying to get an edge dog, so for him like if you see the play Babbitt Sabonis like kind of grabbed his leg on the way down and and Draymond Green took this as an opportunity to to the A-Town stomp him dog like it was so unnecessary, then he stomp him and like been jumped up all dramatic dog it's like come on bro but this is just a product when the batman just knows he can't beat you to the cup or like get around you like you know draymond's not as athletic as he once was like he's older in his career and this batman's taller stronger bigger you know in some ways faster they definitely a better scorer, better all-around player better defender everything though passer. everything he's better than draymond drayvon makes things work when he like by getting other players involved doing it consistently just having the right you know making right decisions you know he's he's able to like body up on on guys and and make them uncomfortable that's his game dog make the other guy he has to defend uncomfortable so that he can excel or his team can excel Put his teammates in the best position to score. And that's what he's supposed to do. That's his leadership role. That's where he's earned his money doing, you know, helping his guys to feel the confidence that they're better than everybody else, though. And he will tell you he's better than everybody else. But if he, like, if you caught this Bama behind closed doors and he was talking to himself and just being, keeping it on it, he would be like, I'm not better than Sabonis, dog." But... I'm a, I am would never say that out loud, but I'm going to just body him up and then he going to just be intimidated by how physical I'm going to be with him, whatever. Like, that's his game. So it was a cheap shot. It was crud. Should he be suspended? That's the next question. No, he shouldn't be suspended, dog. Let Draymond play, dog. Let Draymond play. Like, I, 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 suspending him for that, I just think is a little bit petty. Um, you know, the league can kind of, you know, they want to send a message or do something. So be it, but I, I don't think that that warrants a suspension. Did it warrant him being ejected from the game? Nah, that's subjective. I think yes because of the, the intensity level that the game's being played at. That these playoff games, like the refs are letting them like play through contact, dog. And when you let them have play through contact, naturally people start doing being more more uh physical, and so to try to keep it at bay and control it like when stuff kind of gets a little loose, you got to rein it in and ejecting them right away. And just not really having a whole big ordeal about it just sets the tone. Like we not letting none of the funny business go. Like you can hack within the context of the game. You can, you know, play physical, but anything outside of that, we not even like you out of here. Like, so I appreciate that approach. Um, I appreciate that approach and you gotta, you, you gotta adapt. Um, then you had the Cleveland Cavaliers, New York Knicks. They play tonight, I think. Uh, Cleveland they need this game desperately. New York stole the game at home. Uh, New York basketball looked like it's back. Um, you know they they got a nice, well-rounded team. The players that they've acquired look like they all mesh well together. Um, everybody kind of knows their role and. They look like they're ready. This, this series looks like it's going to go seven. It's, I'm pretty sure it's going to go seven. Um, and I think that Cleveland will get a game, get this this next game. Um, but I, it looks like New York's primed and ready to play. So if they win this series, I wouldn't be surprised. It's a 4-5 or five matchup. So it really is any one series, and it looks that way. In uh, the other 4-5 matchup, the Phoenix Suns and the LA Clippers, the Clippers may win this series, though. And I, I, I thought that the Phoenix Suns came out in this game and they started a the game and they played, you know, very aggressive and it looked like they were they were adamant about you know getting this win and they looked aggressive. But LA looks a little more poised, and they took a, they took a blow from Phoenix and they just kept on ticking and they didn't have Paul George and so I, I'm, I'm worried about the Phoenix Suns um, in this series I think they'll win this next game because they have to uh, otherwise it's going to be real ugly um, but you know Kawhi Leonard showed you why he's two time NBA, NBA champ dog he gets buckets he gets buckets and you got to respect him and he knows how to will his team to victory. And they have nice complimentary players. Russell Westbrook, shot terrible. That Batman can't shoot better than me, but the intensity level that he plays at, the grit that he uses, the times when he does show up, like they're just critical moments of the game. And, you know, he never really lets his confidence waver in those moments, and I feel like he's on a team that encourages him to be who he is. Opposed to when he was playing with the Lakers, you know, they wanted to, like, kind of dial that back. In this circumstance, they're like, dog, be you, go hard. And it works. So, um, you know, that's why you get a, you get a Russell Westbrook, because now with Paul George out, Kawhi at least has somebody, the team has somebody else that they can lean on to kind of push the tempo, you know, bring a, a certain intensity level to these playoff games that you need in order to be competitive. It's just a different ball game. So I like the L.A. Clippers, even though I I think the Suns should win this series. But I think the Clippers that still in game one really just kind of changed the the dynamic of the series, in my opinion. Um, So I I think I got the Clippers to win it. Uh, We got the draft. We're going to be at Green Turtle next week for the draft. Green Turtle and Crofton, OSS, OSS, you can come, you can hang with us, you can vibe with us, you can kick it with us, we'll be watching the draft there. it's going to be your boy, it's going to be D. it's going to be Aaron, we're going to be in the, in, the, in the building, rock with us, come support, we're not recording it, we're just going to be watching the draft, chilling, hanging, you know what I'm saying, you want to buy me some appetizers or whatever, please do. You know what I'm saying? You you can hook, hook, hook your boy up with a drink or something. I'm going to take it light, though. I'm not trying to act belligerent and don't get wild, crazy. Them days is done. We saved over here. Give me a nice little lemonade or something. Uh, and chill. we watch the draft. See what the Washington Command is going to do. Uh, rock with us. Everybody who rock with us, We just special shout-out to you. Shout-out to Wes Buffy. Shout-out to Lance J. Shout-out to... Uh, um, sports talk tasha shout out to um um kicking it with g man uh bending those best uh my man west will g uh uh who else jenna garcia everybody who rock with us, heavy share the content peace